Virtual Goals Assistant Agency has been a huge boost to my confidence because I get to do the things that I love to do without having to do the things that need to be done that I don't necessarily want to do. So in the first month of me having Virtual Goals Assistant Agency as a personal assistant, they handled all of my video editing. So even though I was on hiatus and I wasn't doing, um, I wasn't putting out any content, they still made sure that while I was creating content, it was um, getting edited and polished and real nice and everything. So I didn't have to do any of that though because they completely took care of it for me. I've had conversations with the owner as well as my individual personal assistant to create a plan of action for upcoming months of what we plan to do with Queen X. VGAA is a black owned brand, which made it incredibly easy for me to openly communicate with them about my struggles and not to feel judged whenever I was telling them what my what my weaknesses were what my strengths were things like that I'm definitely not one to just come out and ask for help and be like hey can you help me even though you know ego whatever um, I'm working on it but VGAA seen an opportunity where they could help to make me a better podcast host a better influencer a better version of myself and what I'm trying to do and they came at me with a plan of action that actually worked you can follow them on Facebook at virtual goals assistant agency they're on Instagram at VGAA underscore LLC or you can check out their website for prices www.vgaallc.com and don't forget to tell them that Queen X sent you now let's finish up the show Yes, the Royal Tribe is back in the house. Welcome back to the Queen X Podcast, the podcast where we discuss ways to live a life with an ash-free mindset. So I told you guys last week that I was going to have a very special show for you, and I partially lied partially didn't lie. I do have a very special show for you guys. I have an amazing topic. I have some great ass tips. I'm doing the whole Queen X thing. What I did lie about is the Ross is not here with me. For some reason, me and Alex just couldn't get in our schedules together. So although I did think this was a super, super important episode for him to be a part of because I wanted that raw, honest edge that I knew he was going to bring. Um, we're in two different states. I mean, he's been in multiple different states. I'm kind of stationary in Texas right now. And our schedules just didn't align. Like you see that this podcast is coming out literally two days late. And that's because we tried. We tried to make it work. We tried to work out our schedules, but it didn't happen. So never fear though. Y'all know I'm a bomb ass host anyway. So I don't, I don't really need him on here, but it would have been nice to have him on here. So um, definitely share this video and or share this podcast <laughs> video, share this podcast and let him know that we miss him over here on the Queen X podcast and he needs to make time to come back and come and visit y'all because I know that y'all want to hear what he has to say. My man is so smart. Okay, so what are we going to be talking about in this episode? Last time that we were here, I told you guys that we were going to be discussing toxic femininity. So what inspired the idea for this podcast episode was, I told you last week, my homegirl Cherry sent me 
a post on Instagram and it was um, these characters, not characters, people on a reality show that I watch, Married at First Sight. Have you guys heard of it? You like it? You don't like it? You think it's weird? What? So there's these two, there's a couple on there by the name of Karen and Miles. And on their honeymoon, Miles is confessing to his new wife that, um, because they are strangers. They've only known each other for about a week. And he's confessing to her that, you know, he does have mental health problems. He does struggle with depression. um, And he just wanted her to know, you know, sometimes he has to take medication for it. Sometimes he's good to go. And in the like cutaway clip where she's just talking to the camera by herself, she's literally like talking about how she likes ultra, um, ultra masculine men. And this is not a trait that she would want in a husband because basically, basically she's saying that he ain't hard enough. He ain't manly enough. Uh, you too emotional. Like you got too many feelings. Like what's, what, what's the problem? What's going on here? And as I was watching that episode, I was immediately pissed because I was like, this heifer is toxic. And y'all know, I do not ever 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 like to come for my sisters my black queens okay I never ever want to come for them and you know call them out of their name or anything like that but this heifer was tripping she was tripping and she was being so toxic now if I'm gonna love you I cannot love you if I'm not gonna call you out and tell you when you're wrong so black woman to black woman because I love you I have to tell you you fucked up for that that was completely inappropriate and hella toxic. So I, I watched that episode myself and I had a lot of energy and I had some feels towards it. So when Cheryonsky sent it to me, I was like, oh, bet this is a sign. We're going to have to talk about this. And I mean, this was literally weeks ago, maybe even a month or longer ago. And as the show has been going on, yes, Karen is getting more and more toxic. She literally tried to paint my homeboy in a corner and basically tried to say that he was a predator and that's a whole nother subject we're not gonna talk about that right now but the shit is wild and I really wasn't feeling it I don't really I don't really do baby girl okay she's she on the shit list I'm not even gonna lie so anyways I wanted to come and have a conversation not only about that particular subject um, and that instance that I seen on TV, but also examples and ways where I've seen people show examples of toxic femininity and calling myself out for times whenever I have been toxic because I'm not a perfect human being. And I mean, I can get a little toxic sometimes. Okay. We just call a spade a spade. It is what it is. But the only thing that you can do whenever you um, recognize that is to fix it. Try to better yourself. And that's whenever you that's whenever you ain't shit is whenever you refuse to recognize it and, or if you just refuse to change it. That's that's pretty disgusting. But I, I always aim to be a better human being. And I believe that the Royal Tribe does also. So I want to know honestly in this episode how you feel about the things, the examples that I brought out. Um, Let me know if you resonate with any of these. Let me know if you see yourself in any of these. Let me know if you guys have tips that I completely forgot about and didn't even talk about for how, you know, we can mend these toxic femininity traits that we have. 
So without further ado, we're going to hop right into this episode. Y'all enjoy and do not forget to share, tag your friends and family in this, share this with your significant others, um, see if they can point out any times and instances and let you know, you know, how it made them feel whenever you did X, Y, Z. You don't have to tell me about it, but it's at least good that you talk to your partners about this. So enjoy. Okay, guys, so you know why we're here. So we're going to hop right into it, talking about shaming ourselves. No, we're not shaming ourselves. There's no shame in this. Like I said, we all do it. This is an issue that we have all been problematic with. So there's no shame in it. The only shame that you should have is by knowing that this is a problem and refusing to do something about it. So I am going to give you three examples of toxic femininity as well as give you three examples for how you can balance your toxic feminine your toxic femininity out with your masculine energy and how you can have those two things coexist the number one example of toxic femininity is when you are playing up your emotions so anytime that someone confronts you about something that you've done that is toxic as fuck or anytime that someone confronts you with a um feeling that like you have literally made me feel this way and instead of you you know taking the mindset and having the approach of damn I can't believe I did that you're right I'm in the wrong your feelings are valid I'm in the wrong let me do better to adjust that you just walking around with a real ashy dusty musty mentality and you play up your emotions so you immediately go to crying crying is the number one thing that all women can do at the drop of a hat that is the one muscle that we can flex that men cannot not only do they not want to cry at all but they can't just make themselves cry at the drop of a hat like they they're not tapped into that We sometimes, especially as little girls, are taught that, you know, nobody wants to make a little girl cry. It's a pretty little girl. Why why are you crying? Of course. So even as adults, we tap into that energy and we use that so that we don't have to apologize, so that we don't have to admit when we're wrong. We just get to cry and then everybody wants to just run away from this like now we don't have to talk about this we can bury it we can be done with it because now you're crying and that my friend is toxic as fuck number two pushing our own ideas of masculinity onto men ugh This is by far the most disgusting. I absolutely hate this. So the idea that men have to be strong, you're not allowed to cry, um, you shouldn't be, you know, comfortable talking and expressing your feelings, Um, men don't need self-care, there's nothing wrong with you, you don't have mental health problems, like basically just calling men out and being like, you know, you're the problem, you shouldn't be doing this. If you were a real man, you would do X, Y, Z. Real men do this, real men do that, blah, 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 blah. That is a way that you are, t- not only do you just have a really, really jacked up mentality, but it's toxic femininity because you are putting yourself in an ultra female perspective and you're literally trying to tell a man how to be a man. And that's just the weirdest thing because you would be highly offended when the men come for you and they tell you, real women do this. If you were a woman, you would have this type of mentality. You don't want no man putting you in your place and telling you how you're supposed to be a female. 
that that's crazy so much like I was saying in the um, intro about the the girl that was from um, Karen from Married at First Sight when she has multiple multiple times exuded um, toxic femininity she is my least favorite character on the show because of that and because of just the way that she the way that she comes for this black man you know she tries to break him down because he is in touch with his feelings he doesn't have a problem expressing them he's open with her about his mental health issues and she's just like you know like I really like ultra masculine men and ultra masculine men don't have feelings don't talk about their feelings and just uh I'd be like damn Karen you ashy you hella ashy and I need you to be off of my tv screen what are you doing here but it's how my grandma wants us to spend time together so whatever you do what you got to do for the fam right so yeah those are those are the the first two um, examples of toxic femininity so we have playing up your emotions and pushing your idea of masculinity onto men so the third example that i have is shutting down or denying men validation of their opinions or thoughts so just by simply dismissing the male perspective simply based off of the fact that they're men and nothing else. And this one is really, really, really hard for me. And this this is the reason why I really wanted to have the Roz on here so that he could elaborate more in-depthly how this has affected him because this is, this is something that I do often and it's really bad. Actually, I'm not gonna say I do it often because I've checked myself on it. I recognized and realized that this was something that I was doing a lot more often than I wanted to. So I'm doing my due diligence and I'm changing it. But I wanted him to come on and talk about it because I wanted him to be able to express like how that has, um, how that's transpired in our relationship and how that has, you know, had a negative effect and made certain things manifest in our relationship, but we're working on it. Um, and that's all that's on me, you know, because he's never done that to me. He has never, ever, ever projected that there were certain things that I do or don't feel can't or cannot do simply because I am a woman. So let me give you an example of a recent time whenever I did this and I was so I, I was ashamed. I literally just kind of sat in the office that we were going to and was pouting because I was like, damn, Autumn, you ashy as fuck listen to yourself listen to what you just did that's disgusting but we ended up having a really really great conversation from that and I wanted him to come on and blast me on the podcast so that y'all can know that I have moments where I'm ashy as fuck too that's why I like to call people out on their ash so let's see the example of when this happened I can't remember oh we were driving to I can't remember exactly where we were driving but we were driving somewhere in an area that we're both unfamiliar with and I was driving we had the GPS on and like I said both of us are unfamiliar with this area so instead my GPS is telling me to do one thing Alex tells me to do something else he's like why don't you just turn right over here so I turned the way that I didn't even think twice about it I literally just did what he said and turned in the direction despite what my GPS was saying I turned in the direction that he told me to and it literally took us all off course everything was fucked up never should have turned that way 
and I almost immediately like blew up at him and was tripping with him and I was telling I literally said out loud I don't know why I listen to you just because you're a man you don't know everything I should have just listened to my GPS it's telling me what to do that's literally what the machine is for and I just you know started kind of spewing a lot of negativity in his direction and he didn't start an argument with me or anything. One of the reasons why I love him so much. He just uh, he just turns all of my bad shit into really good lessons. And he just basically just said, you know, how do you think that makes me feel that the only reason why you don't want to listen to me and listen to the things I have to say is because I'm a man. Like, no, you know, the reason why you did do whatever I, I suggested, even though I was wrong, like, okay, i made a mistake and I didn't tell you to do the right thing, but I shouldn't be condemned for that. You know, like that just shows that you have great faith in me as your spouse. And that makes me feel good, which is true. I do have a lot of faith in him, but I told him I definitely shouldn't have said what I said because ultimately I was upset with myself for not trusting my own instincts. I knew that I had put this in the GPS for a reason because neither one of us know where the fuck we're going. But this machine is literally built to tell me where to go on roads where you don't know where you're going. So my instincts were telling me to use the GPS, but I was upset with myself because I didn't trust my own instincts to just be able to tell him you don't know where you're going, okay? You, you're you just saying things right now. You don't know where you're going. We just gonna do what the GPS tell us and get there how we get there when we get there. It doesn't matter because we're gonna get there. What route we take doesn't matter. But instead of me saying that to him, I just projected a lot of toxic femininity on him and I had to apologize. And I'm awful ashamed of myself that I just told you guys that story about myself, but I felt like it's important that you know I am not perfect. I also exude and flex toxic femininity at times, and it's not okay, but it's okay to learn from your mistakes, all right? So those are my three examples, you know, playing up your emotions, pushing your idea of masculinity onto men um, and shutting down or denying men validation of their opinions or thoughts simply because they are men and that's it. So how are we going to balance this out? How can we really, really genuinely coexist and balance our, our femininity with our masculinity? Because like I said in every episode, men and women have both. Men and women both have femininity and masculinity. There are some women who exist and deal in their masculine energy way more than their feminine energy. And either you're comfortable with that and you don't really see a need to change it, to switch it up, or you're uncomfortable with that and you want to learn and know how to be more in touch with your feminine side and just understand you as what your feminine energy is. And the same thing with men. So what do I have here? What do I have here? You can learn to control your emotions. How many mistakes have we made because we are thinking with our hearts and and our emotions and oftentimes with our pussy? Yes, that is a very real thing. Thinking logically doesn't make you less in tune with your emotions. It's actually the exact opposite. 
So when you are thinking logically, it enables you to be able to get to know your emotions more clearly and identify the positive, the negative, and the overly emotional. So just like in that instance, in that situation where I came at Alex hella fucked up just because he was a man, um, I was able to identify what the root of the problem was. And the root of the problem was I was upset with myself because I wasn't trusting myself. I wasn't trusting my gut instinct, you know? And so I took that out on him and that's not okay. You can understand that you don't know shit about being a man. (laughs) It is what it is, okay? Your ideas of what masculinity is and what is and isn't manly shouldn't even exist. Stop comparing men to your ex-boyfriend or your pastor or your daddy. More than likely, they had personal struggles not even revealed to you and in some instances, struggles they didn't even face themselves. You don't get to set the standard for what a man is or isn't. That is not your place, sis. What you should be doing is getting to know the men in your life for who they are. The ups, the downs, the feminine energy, the masculine energy, you don't get to create those standards and those those boundaries. That is for them to do. If you're a man, you're a man no matter how emotional you are, no matter how mentally distressed that you are. Like none of those things have anything to do with being a man. And my last and final suggestion is be open. It is not so wild and ridiculous for men to have good ideas and suggestions sometimes. I, don't, don't fight the messenger, okay? This is literally why we seek equal partnership, right? Like you want someone to come into your life and balance you out, to, you know, um, pick you up when you fall short, to be an even, what do they call it, equally yoked person for your life. So to think about things that we haven't or to help us flesh out ideas that we've had, you don't have to take on every idea thrown your way, but it wouldn't kill you to offer some validity every once in a while. As good as it it feels for you to be encouraged and validated and listened to by your masculine energy in your life, It feels twice as good for them to have a feminine soul give their seal of approval. Like, it, they're human. It's not crazy for you to think that what you want is the same thing that they want. So, just take that into consideration. I feel like some of you guys are judging me because I have revealed my deepest, darkest secrets, my deepest, darkest, toxic ass ways. No, I'm just kidding. I feel nothing but love. I feel like you guys are going to accept me for who I am just because you know that I'm always constantly working to better myself and to change. And it takes a lot for me to tell you guys, like I preach about how great it is and how necessary it is to be, you know, um, really balanced and really good with your, with your feminine energy and to always uphold it in the most positive manners. But it's also important for me to tell you that I'm not perfect at it all the time. I fuck up at it sometimes and it just is what it is. I want to be better. So I intentionally try to be better and I just want you guys to do the same. So But now we are closing out this episode and I have some very surprising news for you guys. It's not really going to be great news for you, but it kind of is going to be great news for you. 
So this will be the very last episode that you will hear from the Queen X podcast for the next 30 days or 31 days, I guess it would be, because I ain't doing no episodes in the month of October. I ain't doing no YouTube videos in the month of October. Your girl's taking a break, taking a little hiatus, and that's only because podcasting, YouTubing, creating is a lot of work. And I realized that I'm not able to give you guys 100% in all of these areas while I'm simultaneously doing all of them at the same time. So I'm going to take the next 30 days off from creating podcasts and creating um, YouTube videos so that I can solely focus on my journals. I really, really, really want to get this um, femininity journal finished and complete and out to you guys. It's really important to me that you have this this journal and this handbook to utilize while we're going through the, and having these conversations together. So I need to get it done. I need to get it finished. Um, you will still be able to find me on Instagram, of course. Instagram is Bay. Okay, I stay. <laughs> the algorithm don't never do me wrong. I don't know. People be complaining about the algorithm. I guess Instagram or y'all just really fuck with me because I stay popping on IG. Thank you very much. Okay, so you'll be able to keep up with me on Instagram for show always. But the email list, I'm sending out emails once a week still continuously to everybody that is a member of the Royal Tribe through the newsletter. Okay, you're still going to be able to keep up with me. You'll get little short emails, nothing too long, nothing that's going to be, you know, it's not going to be no four page letter that you have to sit there and like really you know, think about and take like, oh, I need to read this on my lunch break because I can't just scroll through this. No, we're going to have some real nice conversations, nice and gentle. You know, it ain't going to be nothing too extensive. So I do highly suggest that you go and um, subscribe to the newsletter. It's really important you subscribe to the newsletter because um, eventually there are going to be things that are going to be going on in the Royal Tribe newsletter that everybody ain't gonna know about and you don't wanna be left out. Do you wanna be left out? No, the fuck, you don't wanna be left out. Also, I would like to say that if you are not a member of the Facebook group, the Royal Tribe Facebook group, I have been like, ooh, kinda sketchy, somewhat active in there, somewhat not active. Sometimes we have really good engagement in there, sometimes we don't, but the Facebook group is gonna be changing. There's going to be a lot of changes made to the Facebook group. We're going to be doing um, a cleaning hall sweep of people who are not engaging and not active in the Facebook group um, because I really want this to be a community where we can really, really vibe. So I'm going to be doing live videos in the Facebook group um, where we're having in-depth conversations about the things that we talk about on the podcast, about the things that I am just writing in my journal, about the things that you guys are emailing me talking about. I'm not going to call anybody out by name, of course, but um, just issues and things that I see us as women struggling and dealing with when it correlates to us trying to balance our feminine and masculine energy, as well as trying to find our, our the goddess within us so that we can be the confident women that I see in all of us. Some people don't see the things in the themselves that I see in them and that's a fucking problem so I'm here to pull back the sheet on that so that you can see what I see you want to live a life of freedom you want to live a life of joy and happiness you want to live a life where you feel like you have a choice and an option every single fucking day I want that for you too so the Facebook group is going to be getting a complete overhaul a makeover um and 
eventually things are just going to elevate in the Facebook group. It's going to elevate and I really want you to be a part of it before the elevation takes over. So that is your homework for the week, okay, while you are, um, or for the month, because you're not going to hear from me again until November. So subscribe to the newsletter so that you can be a part of the Royal Tribe get into the Facebook group so that you can be there and be present for all of the live videos that I'm doing. And oh, don't forget to follow me on Instagram. It's going to be at QueenXPod on Instagram. Um, when I hit 2K, which I'm like about 120 followers away from 2K, I'm doing a massive giveaway. The only way that you're going to know about it, because I'm not going to be doing podcast episodes all October, and I do plan to hit that 2K sometime in October. The only way you're going to know about it is if you're following me on Instagram, subscribe to the Queen X World Tribe newsletter, or you're in the Facebook group. So either do all three, do one out of three, do two out of three, but really do all three. That's what I'm saying. Really do all three. I also have another giveaway that's coming up. I cannot announce it on the podcast, um, but I do have another giveaway that is going to be coming up and it's going to involve tickets to a sold out show in Wichita. That's all I'm going to give you. If you want to get those tickets, if you are curious about what show that this is and you are like, I don't have any tickets for any shows that are coming up. But that sounds like, you know, something I would want to do. The show is sold out, so you're not going to be able to get tickets. But if you're following me on Instagram, then you may be able to get those tickets. You could be a winner. Anyways, that's all I have. I am out of here. See you guys in November. Well, I'll be seeing you around, but you won't hear from me until November. I love you guys very much. Remember to keep a positive, uplifted mentality always and forever. Exist in this world with an ash-free mindset, and I will holla at y'all on the flip side. Peace!